0: Philippians chapter 3, verse 13, familiar place. I think I read it here a little back. It said, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. said, forgetting those things. Forgetting those things which are behind. And we're reaching forth under those things which are before. There are things ahead of us. Paul said, I'm reaching for the things that are ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The things that are behind me I'm going to forget about. There's right. a lot of different things you can talk about in that respect. We are going to talk about some of them. But he says, I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just going forward. I don't want to talk about forward. Yeah. And I, there's more than one reason. I'm talking to myself today because God's talked to me. I'm talking to my, yeah. my wife here today. And I'm talking to... But John is here today, I don't suppose anybody else is listening, so that's who we're talking to, amen, but uh, praise God, we're going forward, you know, there's a reason that God, when he He created us, and the Bible says we're created in the image of God, we're the supreme creation on the face of the earth, we're not just some other animal, yeah. Uh, animals are animals but us mankind is created in the image of God I had a preacher one time try to tell me that we're created God created us and man's created after our kind just like all the other animals created after their kind but that's not really true because human beings are human beings mankind we are created in the image of God and uh in more than one way, in, inside we are the image of God in the physical, in that that's the way God chose. We know God is a spirit, uh, a man, but this is the design that he chose, a man, to walk the earth in, in the person of Jesus Christ. Um, but in our physical creation, our eyes, we, we are made to go forward. We walk forward better, much better than we do backwards. Our eyes are on the on our face; they're located on the front of our head, forward facing. Mm-hmm. We don't have eyes on the sides of our head like fish or birds. Right. We don't have eyes in the back of our heads. God didn't design us that way. You know the reason I say that is, is because the Bible does make the statement, doth not nature teach you? If we look at nature into the creation of God, there's a lot of lessons to be learned. And the way we're made is in that is it shows God's his his idea, his 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 thoughts, his his what he wanted, is that we are forward facing, we are forward going. Amen. He didn't make us to go back. We can't, we're not like an owl. An owl can turn its head all the way around and look behind. Right. We can't turn our head all the way behind. God didn't make us that way. Right. Amen. We don't have eyes on the side of our heads. We have eyes that face forward. We right. walk forward. We're not like crawdads and lobsters. They go backwards. Right. They can go backwards. We don't go that way very well. Yeah. Amen. We're not like crabs that go around going sideways. <laughs> Amen. We're forward-facing people, a forward-facing uh, creation. Amen. Time, time itself always marching on. Time doesn't stop. You can't stop time. We cannot go back and gather up time. We can't go back and redo something over. It's, it's, it's uh, behind us. Amen. We, we can't go back and redo it. It, it just keeps on going. Yeah. Amen. Time marches on. So we must march on. We have to move through life uh, forward. Uh, the time of man, the Bible says, is 70 years. If we live the past 70 years, we're blessed. Amen. We're getting additional time on our life. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's a forward... God's intention is for us to always go forward. God is always moving. I believe God is always moving. God is a spirit. He fills the universe. He's omnipresent. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. Meaning he's present everywhere at the same time. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. Amen. And God is not limited by time. He is not uh, restrained by time. We are. But he understands it because he created it. But at the same time, he's moving. Praise God. And God doesn't move back. He moves forward. Amen. So he wants us to move forward. And Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. Amen. what we need to do (coughs) each and every day is leave the past behind. The past is past. And there are people that just cannot hardly get over the past. And the devil will use that as a weapon against us when he sees that it troubles us. Mm -hmm. He will beat us with it. He will use it to mess us up if he can. Amen. But what God wants us to do is keep going forward. Whatever mistakes we've made, whatever failures we've had, whatever things have went wrong, or whatever misunderstanding we may have, whatever we've done, amen, we need to perhaps learn from it. There's certainly value in history. I'm not looking at it that way, that God give us this word. Why? So we can look back and see, and we can learn a lot of lessons from history. We can learn a lot of lessons through life. we look back and say, hey... I've been here before. I know what to do now. (coughs) I've been in this place. I've been in this position. Amen. We should learn. (coughs) But we should not allow ourselves to get stuck in place. Because in the Christian race, it's a race and it's a forward running race. You have to continue in the race. It's not for the swift. We don't have to to be run fast. Necessarily, but we must always run the race. We must always be going forward, right. progressing, moving. And another way the Bible teaches us is growing, mm-hmm. amen, growing in the grace and the knowledge of God. And you, if you stop, you cease to grow, amen. As long as we're going forward in God, we grow. Right. But if we stop, we, be, we and whenever in and the things of God, in the Christian race, when you stop, you don't just stop and maintain. Right. If you stop, you deteriorate. Right. When you stop, you begin to waste away. Right. When you stop, you begin to wear away. Amen. We must always go forward. Right. It's just like a fish swimming upstream. <coughs> Amen. If he stops swimming, he moves back. He begins to go back by the currents because we're always facing uh, an opposing current. We have a flesh to deal with. We have an old man to deal with. And if we stop growing, if we stop crucifying the flesh, if we lay down our cross, Jesus said to take up our cross daily and follow him. If we decide not to pick up the cross that day, we don't just keep time. We don't just stay in place. Amen. We don't just take a little holiday. Amen. We take it. We start going back. Mm -hmm. Amen. I don't want to go back. He said he takes no pleasure in them that go back. Praise God. I want to please God. And to please Mm -hmm. God, I must go forward. Hallelujah. And lots of days, I know, it's natural, lots of days, we don't necessarily feel like we've grown. We don't feel like we've got higher in the Lord. But if we've been faithful to God, amen, uh, we may not see it, but we are growing because we are still pressing in and on. Right. Amen. The thing is, is we just keep the faith. Right. The Bible tells us, keep the faith. Pray to the Lord and keep on praying. Sometimes we pray. It feels like nothing has happened. We pray, and it feels like nothing happened in the spiritual realm. We see nothing. We hear nothing. Everything seems just the same. Sometimes weeks go by. Everything seems to be exactly the same. But if we keep on praying, and we keep on worshiping, and we keep on doing what we have to do, amen, we're still going forward. Amen. We may not see it, but we're still moving. We're still progressing. We're still growing. That's still pleasing God. Right. Amen. And somewhere something's gonna happen. Amen. Something's gonna change. Yes. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Amen. God. We already have a testimony here today if things happen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Praise the Lord. God knows. Good. 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 Amen. Amen. So as a growing Christian, I never looked at it in this way. But let me give you another little analogy. Analogy. I you say? Or a little uh, illustration, if you. amen as a growing christian you can't look back you can't cling to the past because you're growing you're bigger today than you were back then we're bigger today than we were in the days gone by amen we we don't fit yesterday we fit today right Amen. As a Christian, amen, as a soldier of God, we're a little bit wiser. We're a little bit stronger. We're a little bit more knowledgeable. We're a little little more seasoned than we were yesterday. So we don't go back and try to fit in yesterday's shoes. We've outgrown them. Amen. Hallelujah. And there are people, and I've seen it time and time again in my time living for God, is that there are people who... Get hung up in the past. They may do good for a while, but the past comes back, and there's things that bother them, and they let it bother them. Amen. And and, then they and they take it up again, and it hinders them and messes them up. Amen. Amen. We've got to get past that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a race, but it's not under the swift. It's not under the swift, but it's still a race. Right. Amen. God doesn't change. He's the same. He's the Almighty. He feels all things, but we don't right. feel all things. Right. Mm-hmm. And we do need to change. Mm-hmm. We are supposed to change. We're supposed to grow. Right. Amen. Matthew chapter 12. I want to read this verse. It's kind of going a different direction here a little bit. Amen. But I, I just felt it on my heart. Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45. Jesus said something very important. Amen. Everything Jesus said was important, wasn't it? Right. He didn't waste no words. Amen. If he was speaking, it it was. was, If Jesus was saying anything, it was important and needed to be said. Right. But. I think it's of value for us today, put it that way. Matthew 12, verse 43, Jesus said, When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, the unclean spirit says, Mm -hmm. I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he has come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. And another word there for garnished, another way of saying that is it's put in order. Things are fixed up. It's all set in order. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first, even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. So Jesus gives us a clue what he's talking about. fight? And he, he makes us understand some things here. He said, "When a clean, unclean spirit well an unclean spirit is a devil, a demon. It's went out of a man. That's a good thing. It's out of the man. And Notice that demon, that devil, called that man his house. And he gets cast out. And what, what we find in the scriptures, what's the, the devil doing? In the book of Job, God asked Satan what he's been doing. He said, I've been going through the throes of the earth. the the evil spirits of this world are cast, they're they're cast out upon this earth and they are wandering. They're wandering. And they're looking for a place to lodge and they lodge in, in people. But this one has been cast out. But like the devil does, he's not, he doesn't leave us alone. Does he? He doesn't give up. He's trying to pollute us and destroy us. He, we run him off and he comes back. So he comes back. He goes back to that man that he used to be in. And he finds that it's empty. It's swept and garnished. Everything is swept. This temple, this temple. It's to be the temple of God. But this house the devil used to be in. This man, he finds he's cleaned up and things are set in order. But the problem is it's empty. That's the problem. What should be there, he shouldn't have found it empty. He should have found that man filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what Jesus was trying to show that God, the Spirit of God, should be dwelling in that house. Amen. So he goes, and because it's empty, I guess he looks at it as there's room for more. And he gets seven others to enter in. That man used to be possessed by one devil, and now he's going to have seven, plus this one that he got, so that makes eight. (laughs) Amen. I guess sometimes we've always said he's seven times worse. But he says he takes himself seven other spirits. So that's eight. So I guess really he's eight times worse if you want to be mathematical. Yeah, he's fully (laughs) demonized. Yeah. So now, as Jesus plainly said, the last state of that man is worse than the first. You see, when we go, and I'm going there, is because we have the Holy Ghost. We've been filled with the Holy Ghost. We need to keep the Holy Ghost. Amen. But Jesus was trying to get the attention. If you go back in the preceding verses, Jesus was, he was, when he was saying this, he was talking to a bunch of scribes and Pharisees. He's talking to some people who knew the law. And he's trying to tell them, you need to do more than just get wickedness out of your life. You do need to get cleaned up. You do need to be holy. You do need to get things out of your life. But you're going to need more than just getting that out to be sufficient. You need to get the Holy Ghost. You're going to need what's coming. You need to embrace the Messiah. You need to embrace this man that's talking to you. Because he's going to go to the cross. Amen. He's going to pour out his spirit. Amen. And you're going to need that. Right. I don't know how many heard him that day that believed it later. Amen, hopefully, I believe there probably was some that, that remembered that when the day of Pentecost come, they were there and they seen the 120 and they said and they remembered what Jesus said. Yes. Amen. Yes. amen, and they got the Holy Ghost, but some of them didn't, amen, and they become did. worse. Yeah. But not only was it this, this was also, and now, how do you say And what's the word? No. Analogy, you couldn't. Say it. It was an analogy of what was going to actually happen to Israel at the time. Amen. They they could be swept and clean and, but they were empty because they were as a as a people, as a whole, they rejected Amen, the Savior. Right. Praise the Lord. And it wasn't until 70 years, uh, Amen or so, 70 AD, Jerusalem was wiped out, and they did not uh, exist as a nation. For nearly 2,000 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. But there's a, the revival. Amen has started. Amen in a sense. Mm-hmm. Praise God. And there will be the spiritual. Amen coming along in the future. Praise the Lord. The Bible tells us that. But in 1948 there was no nation of Israel. Until 1948. So we are in that time. Of that restoration. Mm-hmm. Amen. amen but he you know look at all those years that there was no nation of Israel they were scattered around the world praise God Amen but that's I don't want to get off on that, that lesson there but that's that part of why Jesus was saying what he was saying Amen but you 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 know you got to move forward and another point I want to make here is Amen they needed to move forward. They lived in the time where they had to, to they seen Jesus go to the cross and, and then him resurrected in the day of Pentecost came. Amen. They needed to keep moving forward. Amen. Believing as the fulfillment was being carried out. Amen. They needed to take those steps. Uh, Paul found those men from Ephesus. Uh, they hadn't he said how are you, have you received the holy ghost since you believed they never even heard of the holy ghost amen and, and how, how was you baptized unto john you see john was he taught there cometh one after me amen he'll give you the holy ghost and fire Praise the Lord! And yeah. somehow these men—I don't know—they believed John. They were followers of John. They got baptized under repentance, but somewhere they stopped going forward. Yeah. Right. But thankfully, they were found and started going forward again. Right. Amen. <laughs> they got the Holy Ghost that day. Yeah. Praise they God. They will soon. So that's a that's a successful story, yes. Amen and uh, Hallelujah, Amen. But but we don't this this man this illustration he 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 gets the devil cast out, he gets his house set in order, he gets cleaned out, Amen. But he stopped short of being filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm no, we're here with the Holy Ghost today. But sometimes that's the way we are in a lot of things in life. Yeah. We stop and we still need to be going forward. Right. We get hung up. I've seen people. I've seen people go through where God was trying to heal them. Mm. They had been offended or hurt or whatever. And, got, and and then you know a time passed of that pain and whatever, and then there's a restoration. Amends are made. Forgiveness is there. And they, and they forgive. And they say it's all better now. And then later they start thinking about it again. And they get all offended again. Amen. They turn around and go on back. That's why we don't look back. Don't look back. If there's an offense. Amen. If there's a problem. If there's an offense. If there's a whatever it is, and thinking about it doesn't do your soul any good, then don't think about it no more. Yeah. Because that's a danger to you. It's a danger to me. There's things in my past that it's best for me not to be thinking about. Right. Yeah. I just need to leave it alone because it's past. Mm-hmm. It's taken care of. But don't go back and get the feelings stirred up again. And it shouldn't stir us too much at the first, but if we keep dwelling on it, it will. Amen. Leave it. Amen. And that's the way, that's what Jesus was trying to do as well with Israel. We're coming in. We're coming in. The fulfillment of the scriptures, the ones that the prophets wrote about. All of them. We find Jesus in every book of the Bible. Amen. From Genesis all the way to Malachi, the Old Testament, and from Matthew to Revelation. Amen. Amen. Jesus is the theme. Jesus is the is whatever thing. That Old Testament law, that's what Moses, Abraham, all of them are pointing to Jesus. Pointing forward, forward, forward. Right. He said, Jesus said, Abraham saw my day and was glad. It's forward. Amen. At yeah. his time it was forward. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. But when Jesus started preaching to these Pharisees and these Sadducees, and, and Israel has them today, Brother John, you know it. We've yeah. talked about it. They keep pointing back. They know the Holy Spirit. Pointing, pointing back. They're empty. But yeah, when I we, when we close, have closed, a chance, All right? we need to point them forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. They Amen. Need Yeshua, Jesus, we need to show what Jesus do. We need to preach Right. Because so here it is. I'm going to wrap it up. I know, Yeah, yeah. A little longer. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1, it said, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. That is why the sin was always rolled ahead, it was rolled ahead to Jesus yeah that's right oh he's yeah. the Lamb of God he was what they kept pushing the sins ahead every year every year rolling yeah. it rolling it rolling it it's like a snowball and sin that big old ball of sin just gets bigger and bigger every year but when it comes to Jesus day he's living right. the blood of Jesus amen. takes it away amen that's the atonement, atonement. Right. amen why do we go back to the old oh, to the law and to those to the to go back to the animals that cannot take away our sin? Mm-hmm. No, no, we don't no. want to go back to that. Right. We already got our sin taken care of. That's right. Amen. The blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well we can talk about a lot of things. I like that. <laughs> yeah. but, but the Old Testament law, that's what he's saying. That was the shadow. Right. We're in the New Testament now. And we're not in the shadow, we're in the this it's the literal. When you're walking toward the sun, when you're walking toward the light, you're facing the light, the light is shining in your face. Amen. The shadow is behind. It's behind. We don't want to live in the shadows. We want to live in the light. Amen. We're not the shadows. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's the reality of Pentecost. That's the right. fulfillment. Amen. We can move into the, to the light. Right. Hallelujah. Into the fullness of it. Now it's no longer just a shadow. It's not just pointing. Now it's reality. Yes. Hey, I'm getting on all kinds of things today. <laughs> Amen. All kinds of things. You got a little something for everybody? Praise God. Yeah. Forgetting those things which are behind. We all got, as we say, skeletons in our closet. We've all got mistakes. We've got embarrassments. Amen. But we often say when we preach evangelistic messages, that Jesus is not looking at what you are, He's looking at what you can become. He already knows that we're all sinners, He knows we all make mistakes. But still, the infinite commandment. Oh, sure. If you love him. Amen. Let that you it. show how to love him, you know. That's, that's it. Amen. Yeah. Looking unto Jesus, Hebrews 12.2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher Amen. of our faith. Amen. Who, Amen. for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. Despising the shame and sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. What got Jesus through Calvary? What got him past that cross? He was looking beyond the agony and beyond the suffering and looking at the bride. He was looking at the day. He was looking at the day. Not just now. He he saw Pentecost and the chain, but he was looking through that cross past the agony and the suffering. And the shame, and he's looking at the day we'll be together with him in heaven. He knows where he's going to the glory. Amen. And I finished. No man, he said. Jesus said, "No man, having put his hand to the plow, looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God." Amen. When you plow, you look forward. You don't plow backwards. Amen. Praise God. Keep going forward. Keep looking forward. Keep growing in the grace and knowledge of God. Amen. We've got to keep moving forward. In faith. Believe amen, amen. We could say things like, well, it's been this long. You've, you've been here in, in this town this long. And you've preached here this long. Amen. And all those things. That's behind us let's just keep going forward Amen 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 Just keep going forward Amen, Amen. I read of a book Brother Mayo He uh He pastored a church in Spokane Washington God sent him to that town There had been people tried to have churches there before and never could get a church started He went there with just him his wife and kids and um he started having church and trying to start a church with nobody. He had nobody but his family. And he finally got a few people coming. And, and uh, you know, they, they labored, they worked, they would do outreach all the time. Um, knock on doors every Saturday. They were out knocking on doors. And uh, he'd get a few people to come and then they would quit. And he got somebody else, got a few come, got baptized. Uh, God healed a man of cancer and done a miracle and then um, he lost all of them after all that work and hope and labor and they were all gone and then he went through a time where he just had a few more got a few, just a few people I'm talking just like we had just a few people and it, it was over a year I think he said the year, there was nobody got baptized and nobody got the Holy Ghost and they were doing outreach all the time. And people said to him, that town is a burnover over field. You're not going to do anything in that town. And he, it looked like, it looked bad. Because here he worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and worked and couldn't get anybody. But then finally things started to change. People started to come. Amen. And right, they are in their, I think he said their fourth church building. And he's got a large church today. Thriving church. In that town. And that church is built from the people in that town. The people that he couldn't reach for the first, I don't know how many years. But then it finally, all of a sudden, it happened. Amen. You just got to leave it to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's praise the Lord. Praise God.